can you just leave us with that one piece of advice for people who are going through things in their personal lives and everything like that and how to overcome that and still find joy and still get in here and get after it? Yeah. Um, I guess my biggest piece of advice is kind of twofold. One, that it's not too late. You know, I was 40 something when I decided to switch my career path. That was me trying to cope with depression. Shout out T-Rat, tricking your savvy. Know they coming if I send them to Addy. See, we just living by the cold, no gap. Yeah. It's more than a podcast. It's a life hack for a lost soul that was on the verge. Trying to figure how to get their life back. Real talk. See, you got a voice on this podcast. You can be you on this podcast. Educate all the youth on this podcast. Elevate me and you on this podcast. That's the reason we here, okay? It's family and friends, okay? Be real. You ain't got to pretend, okay? Okay. All right, just like that, we're back in another episode of Line for Line podcast. I'm your host with the most, Devon Booker. We have a very special guest in the building. And when I say special, you have to put an emphasis on special. Because when we say special, you're talking to a trainer over at Kenosha Burn Bootcamp. You're talking about just like a fitness aspiration to everyone around the world. We have Jess Winnie. Jess, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yes, ma'am. Just tell us a little bit about how you're feeling today and what it's like being on Line for Line podcast for you today. It's my first podcast. No way. <laughs> so I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous, but I'm excited. It's it's fun to share my story and hopefully reach some people and, you know, keep inspiring. Maybe. Of course, of course. Most cliche thing that we like to start when we talk about Line for Line podcast, just tell them a little bit about you. Let the folks get acclimated to who you are as a person. All right. So um, I'm a 46-year-old, 46, yeah, 46-year-old woman. Um, I've been married to my husband for 19 years. We have three kids. Uh, my boys are 16 and 14, and then the little princess is 10. Uh-huh. Um, I actually was a teacher before I became a trainer. I taught first and second grade. Um, and then once I hit about 40, 42, I just decided to take a different path. Yes, ma'am. Which brought me to fitness and burn. Of course. Did you say you're 46? I think so. Can you tell the people at home <laughs> what's the secret to looking so good at 46? Because when I'm 30 right now, and I'm like, I want to look like her, and she's out here 46 no. on us. No, I honestly, my grandmother, uh, my dad's mom, I get my genes from her. Mm -hmm. She um, just passed away recently, but she was 101 and a half, and she looked about 75. No way. And her key was, I asked her, I said, "What's the key to living to be 101?" And she said, "Chocolate." So. Chocolate. Go huh? with that. <laughs> okay. So can we just get the little backstory, maybe like how you started the fitness journey? Obviously, we know that you're a support trainer, excuse yes. me, but yes. you didn't just wake up being a support trainer. Just tell us no. a little bit about what all went into that. Um, so I've always been an athlete growing up, always been into fitness. Um, I got that from my dad. My dad was a big fitness guru and it's always been a passion of mine. And through teaching, you know, I went into teaching, obviously not for the money. Teachers don't make a ton. We all know that. Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted to go in to just change lives and um, have always been someone who worked out, um, liked fitness, liked being active and just got to be to the point where I was working out, but I was, I was missing something. I mm -hmm. felt like there was more to what I was meant to be doing. Yes, ma'am. And so you know, went through teaching. Um, I taught for seven years before we had our first son, and then I stayed home, um, continued to work out while I was at home. And then um, in 2018, we took a trip to Greece. Okay. And I got a text while I was over there saying my gym where I worked out was closing as of like that day. Oh, no. So I was kind of screwed. And so I needed to find a new place. And one of my friends had tried burn and 
just said, I think you'd really like this place. Come with me. And so I did. I started on a on a trial, just like everybody else. Which location? Not to cut you off. Here. Okay. Yep. Okay. Here. Okay. Here in Kenosha. Yep. So I started on a trial and first camp I was hooked. First yeah. camp I was hooked. I left exhausted and couldn't believe what I had just done, but I also knew like that moment I had to be here. Yes. And so signed a membership, was a member for probably a year and a half before I started supporting. I mentioned to Max, our head trainer at the time, that I just wanted to kind of be out on the floor with him and support people and be a cheerleader. I never wanted to put a mic on, didn't want to be a trainer. I just wanted to be on the floor and um, did that for probably about six months. He always jokes that I was the longest person it took to get on the mic. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And then six months later, texted me and said, what are you doing tomorrow? I remember the text. I still have it saved. And oh, he said, God. come lead your people, train some camps. Yeah. And then started training camps and haven't looked back. Now, can you just speak on your first day at the camp, what it was like walking in? Obviously, you're, I'm pretty sure you're already shredded in, in no, the fitness no, world. but no, I was not. You weren't? No. No. Oh, no, this is going to be a great episode, no. <laughs> but just tell us a little bit about what it was like getting started first day. Yeah. I mean, I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect. I was someone that worked out on my own, put my headphones on, you know, had my blinders on and just focused on working out. And, you know, I thought I knew what I was doing. Um, but like I said, there was something missing. There yeah. was that missing piece. And so I agreed to go with her and I came and I remember walking in and there's all these people and they're high-fiving <laughs> and they're doing these burpee things. And yeah. I'm just like, what is going on? Um, and Max came over. He was he was great. Introduced himself. Checked in on me a lot. Um, shouted me out, and I just I felt seen. I felt mm -hmm. heard. Um, so that was really important to me. And you know, after that, like I showed up every day. Yes, ma'am. In the atmosphere like a burn boot camp or just the gym in general, how much would you say that goes into it? Being seen and feeling like you're a part of something to make you feel special and welcome at the place you do attend. Oh, a hundred percent. So important. Um, I have a lot of meetings with members. And they've told me, you know, on that first day, Jess, like you came over, you looked at me, you asked me why I was here. You got my why, which is a big part. We want to know your why. Um, and they said, for once in my life, I felt like someone actually listened to what I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's a huge part is, you know, here we we don't want to know you as just a member on the floor. We want to know you off the floor. We want to know what you do for a living, what your husband does, how many kids you have, what mm -hmm. you like to do for fun. Because um, it's that relationship that we build together that fosters that atmosphere yeah. and that goes hand in hand with actually seeing results you know because mm -hmm. if you're happy about it the results are going to come and you're just going to see them that much more as opposed to if you're barely getting through the workouts not happy you're like oh, i don't even know if it's working should yeah. i keep going because i was just telling t today like mm -hmm. i felt amazing leaving camp today i went to the 445 oh, really? camp <laughs> you're and, gonna come back after yeah, that right right <laughs> and just Good. being celebrated to reach 50 camps everyone giving you high fives yeah. taking pictures that means a lot to it someone does. who are who's trying to find their way when it comes to the gym and right. burn boot camp. You're not going to really find that anywhere else. No. Other no. Than and it was very, it was very similar in teaching too, because we know that kids um, don't learn if they don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. If they feel scared or they're in that flight or fight mode, um, they can't learn at their capability. And so being here and having a safe place where they're celebrated and it's okay to be proud of yourself and it's okay to shout out that you got 50 camps um, and feeling that way makes you want to come back, makes yes, you want to do better. So. Of course, of course. Taking it back to when you said your first day, you know, <laughs> and I was like, you're, you were probably already shredding. You said no. no. Just tell us a little bit about your fitness journey of like start to where you're at now. Cause I'm pretty sure you didn't just wake up chiseled. <laughs> oh, that's tough. I, I, I have a very hard time when people shout out things like that in my muscles. I just, oh my. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very like to myself. Yes, ma'am. Um, yes, ma 
But no, I've, I've always been in fitness, um, you know, and I'd say I've always been healthy for the most part, um, you know, able to, to work out, go to the recplex. I could run. I've done um, half marathons. I did a half Ironman at one point, um, multiple bike rides, things like that. But um, I think what really was the turning factor for me was dialing into my nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a big part. You know, in college, I could make a box of spaghetti on a Monday and eat it every single night and not have an issue. But mm-hmm. as you get older, you can't eat the same way you did at 25 <laughs> that you can at 45. Right. Um, so you need to adjust that. So, and, you know, just dialing into my workouts, like being here, some of the things that I'm doing now, when I walked in on that first day, it's like, oh, I'm never, I'm never doing that. I'm looking at her going, nope, nope, yeah. I can't do that. And, you know, even years later, it's been five years, I'm still learning how to do things better. Mm-hmm. And so it was that, it was that nutrition point for me that changed when I really started to notice the muscle definition and the veins and things like that and body composition changing. Of course. Of course. What was one thing that you saw in burn bootcamp that you thought you would never be good at, but then all of a sudden you just start killing it and you look forward to doing that? Um, I probably have to say pull-ups. Yeah. So when I was working at the other gym, um, they, we did the Murph mm-hmm. um, at my other gym. And I remember pull-ups were in the workout and I couldn't do a pull-up. Oh, no. No. So, you know, I did <laughs> I did the rows, you know, on a barbell underneath. And, you know, I would do like 10 at a time and shake it out and do 10 more. And then they moved me to a band. So I was doing them with a couple bands. Yep. So I progressed just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I came, I could do maybe three unassisted and um, I told Max, I said, my goal is 10, mm. you know, I want to get 10 in a row. And it was about a year and a half in that I finally got that 10 and, um, still have been able to keep it since then. So that's, I feel kind of badass when I'm doing pull-ups. Yeah. This story is just moving me now. Cause obviously when I came, <laughs> oh, there's just so much that I didn't feel like I could do, but to know someone of your caliber was not like the greatest at things. I just oh, make yeah. me feel like I'm all right. And everybody just has take a day it one. one day by day. Yep. Everybody has a day one. Because when I first started, I saw the burpees, I was like, yeah. I hate doing workouts where you're getting all on the ground and all that. It's just like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But then now I love it. I literally can't wait till we do burpees. And I'm just like, I can really? do them. Like yeah, I can oh, do them I without having that. to do half burpees. Awesome. Now I do the full burpees, <laughs> get them in. Good. But obviously now we're ready to talk about your why. Because obviously people, we work out, we can get really good fitness and we can get cut, whatever. But then you still have to keep going. You know, mm-hmm. you don't just wake up with abs and you're like, all right, I don't need to work out anymore. Mm-hmm. Just tell us a little bit about your why and why it is that you keep going and keep going as hard as you do. Okay. Um, so my why has changed. And I feel like whys can change and evolve as you change and evolve. Um, so when I started, I said there was just that missing piece. Um, and after starting Burn, I realized that missing piece was this family. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever been to Burn Bootcamp Kenosha, you know we're more than a gym. We're a family. Um members get you through the hardest times of your life. Um, and so that was my missing piece and my why when I started is I needed to figure out what that piece was that I was missing. And I found that. And then as I went on, um, while I was here, and this is where it's going to get emotional on you. Um, in 2015, my dad was diagnosed with a rare brain disease. Um, all my members know that I'm going to cry, so this is not a surprise. Um, and we were very close. He's, mm-hmm. he's my idol. And that became my why because through studying, he was diagnosed with primary progressive aphasia. It's a rare um, form of dementia mm-hmm. in 2015. And um, the average lifespan was about 8 to 11 years. So we knew, you know, that it was terminal. And 
that became my why because through studying him, he was part of a research study at the Mayo Clinic in mm -hmm. Rochester. And they found out that his symptoms were delayed because he was so physically active oh, and wow. he was so fit that that's why we didn't see it sooner. And they've done a lot of research on it. They still don't know a ton about it, um, whether it's hereditary or not, things okay. like that. Um, it affects your vocabulary and your nouns first, and then it affects your gross motor, eventually your brain. Mm -hmm. um, and so that shortly became my why um, is I'm going to show up every day if they find out that you know it's carried on to me and I have the same issue and I can delay my symptoms for as long as possible. You can damn well bet I'll be here every day working out. Yes, ma'am. Um, so my dad is my why. Um, and then it's kind of twofold because of um, the last few years I've had a lot of loss in my life. We lost uh, my father-in-law, my father, three grandmothers. Oh my gosh. Um, an aunt and an uncle in about five years. So it's a lot of loss. And I've always been somebody, I'm a type A personality, so I like to do things on my own. Mm -hmm. um, don't like to ask for help. Everything's fine. And over the last year and a half, I've realized that the grieving has taken on a lot more um, over me and has affected my mood and my mental health. Yes, and so a lot of my why now is not only my dad, but getting my mental health in check. Yes, you know, I don't think it's talked about a lot and I, I don't talk about it a lot, but just within the last couple of months, I've actually reached out for help and have been talking to people and trying to get, yeah, thanks. I stand with you. I it's hard, with you. it's hard. It's hard to admit when you need help. Yes, and um, just with everything, dealing with all of the loss and other things, um, you know, I'm working on getting that and coming here every day gets my mind in the right spot. Yes, it starts my day off on a good note. My alarm goes off at 2.45, but... I'm happy when I get up and I'm happy when I come here. 2.45. So 2.45. Two, I didn't even know there was a 2.45. <laughs> to be awake at 2.45, that is insane. Yes. But no, we're definitely with you and we support you. I'll have you know I actually lost my mother at 18. I'm Yesterday was her birthday. Oh, and I'm obviously sorry to hear that. Things like that hit you so close to they home. Do. Because it can be the smallest thing. Like mm -hmm. you could just be riding down the street, like, oh, remember we used to go to that ice cream parlor? Oh, yeah. remember this was our favorite movie theater? And then it just hits you. And then it's just like, as an adult, it's not talked about as much too, because people feel like, oh, you're an adult, just take care of your responsibilities. Mm -hmm. But no, we're still learning and developing as well too, even as adults. And we need help and we need people who will be able to sit down with us and give us unbiased Correct. feedback, you know? Because yep. I'm in therapy myself as well too. I go twice a week. Good for you. One of the greatest decisions that I've ever made in my life was yep. just really being fully committed to me for a change. Because yes. I've always been like the world's biggest giver. Mm -hmm. I always make sure everyone else is all right. But yeah. then after a while, you're like, well, who's going to be there to make sure I'm all right? Because mm -hmm. when I'm depressed and when I'm emotional, I can't come to anyone. Because if I come to you, you're just going to be ready to talk to me about you. And it's just like, yeah. well, where am I getting that closure? And where am I getting yeah. that help from? So I totally stand with you yep, when it comes to that. You know, it's my members know I'm very real with them. I've shared um, everything about my dad with them. And I feel like for me to pour his love of fitness into them, I have to be the best I can be. Yes, ma'am. And, you know, getting myself in check and, and showing up every day for them takes work. Yes, ma'am. You know, it's not, they see trainer Jess, they don't see the Jess on the other side. Yeah, we just know? see the sparkled product. We see the finished product, <laughs> but they don't see what goes into being who you are. So yeah, I definitely support you for that. How hard was it for you to turn the tragedies that you faced into something positive and keep pouring into other people's cups as opposed to just shutting down and going off into your own world? Um, you know, there's been moments like that. I've had days like that that are a struggle, um, but I know they need me mm -hmm. and I know 
my dad would want me to be here, he would, he would have been in my camps. He would have been taking my camps. He would have been the person that would have critiqued me afterwards and said, oh, Jess, you could have done that better. Um, but I feel like I'm carrying him with me when I come and train. I, yes, I pour his energy into my members. Um, and that's really important to me is just to carry on his legacy that way because he was such a big fitness guy. And, you know, he rode his bike and was doing triathlons up until two years before he passed. Wow. So he was... He wasn't going to give up without a fight. Yes, and you're definitely doing a darn thing because, like I said, you could just see it when you're on the floor, just how you come on the floor, nothing but smiles, high fives and everything. Just talk a little bit about that. How is it that you were able to make your people feel at ease by doing the little things like that that go a long way? That's just what we do. Yeah. That's just what we do. And like I said, it's, you know, I, this is my job. This is what I do for work. But it doesn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel that way. I've, I've met my best friends here. Um, like I said, one example that blew me out of the water that just showed me how much this is an important part of my life was, um, you know, he passed away a year ago in March and it was a week after my birthday. Mm -hmm. And I had told my members on Saturday, I said, Saturday's my birthday. We're doing 45 burpees. Come on. You know, we're doing 45 full burpees. I'm going to be there for all camps, seven, eight, nine. We're doing them at all of them, oh my you know? God. And then Teresa had everybody wear pink cause that's my favorite color. Mm -hmm. And, Seven o'clock came and I wasn't here because um, I was at home with my dad. And everybody was kind of like, she thought she was going to be here. And they all did 45 burpees without me. All three camps. That's what Burn Boot Camp is about, that family environment, the atmosphere. Yep, apparently celebrated my birthday for me. Yeah, yeah. How does that feel that you it's know amazing. you got people that have your back like that? It's amazing. It was amazing. And it took a couple weeks for me to get back on the mic. After he passed, I took some time, and I remember how nervous I was to come back and train to camp. I thought I forgot everything. It was like the first day all over again. But then when I walked out on the floor, and everybody was there cheering me on, that had to. I knew good. this was home. And like I said, I stress burn boot camp <laughs> to everyone. Now I just found so much happiness yeah. when it comes to burn boot camp. So many days, people say, "Dude, I haven't seen you look this happy in so long." And <laughs> right? like I said, like if you're you not, can't, you can't be unhappy at burn. Like exactly. You walk in and you're just like in a happy place. Yeah. But my biggest question is for you: mm -hmm. How is it that you find people who are I wouldn't say necessarily slacking <laughs> off, but just need that extra push from you? Because there's so many times where I'm here and I'm like, "All right, I hope she's not going to see me while I'm here because I'm trying to take this one off." But then you find me. Like, how is it that you find the people who need that extra motivation? You know, that's, that's your kind of radar. You're kind of watching and you know, people's capabilities yeah. and, you know, people, people don't see what you see. You know, I might look at you and be like, I know he can do this. He doesn't think he can, <laughs> but I know he can. And, you know, I don't think our members are afraid to work hard for us either yeah. when we're there and we're like, okay, I need 10 more. And they're like, okay, yeah. this is going to suck, but I'm going to do it for you. Right. Um, so just reminding them and, and knowing their why is important. Um, you know, there's been many moms, I'll go up to them and I'll say, your babies are in child watch right now. And you're a strong mom and you need to do this for them. Show them how strong you are. And they're like, they're yeah. on a whole new level then after that. <laughs> <laughs> so knowing their why, reminding them why they're here, you know, and just being, being close, close to them and letting them know like, okay, we're going to do this together. Like mm -hmm. I'm not leaving until these are done. Yes, ma'am. So. Yes, ma'am. Can you break down what camp is like for those people who are maybe considering coming to Burn Boot Camp and giving it a try? Sure. What to expect? Yeah. Yeah. So you come in, we have this beautiful floating floor. So if you're somebody that has um, joint pain, anything like that, we have a nice floating floor. It's a gymnastics floor, so it has that spring in it. Um, but you'll come in and um, you'll see all kinds of people on the floor, people giving high fives everywhere. Um, 
when camp starts. Uh, I usually walk out, greet you guys, let you know what we're doing today. We do a warm-up um, together. Everybody does the same thing. And then it's a 45-minute camp. So it changes every day. You know, some days are strength, some days are cardio, some days are both. Um, the trainer will go through and kind of show you every different exercise you're going to do for the day. We give you modifications. Um, so if that exercise doesn't work for you because of an injury or any other issue, we have alternatives to show you. Mm -hmm. And then once that's done, we get right into it. You know, once once you step on the floor, you're moving the whole time. And oh. you know that. You know that. You're never, you're never standing still. Um, so once camp finishes, we always end with what we call a finisher. Mm -hmm. um, it's usually the hardest part of the workout because you're you're pretty much toast at that point. Um, but somehow for a minute and a half, two minutes, you find a way to finish and we all finish together. And then we stretch and we cool down and we talk for a little bit and we end camp on two claps and we send you on your way 45 yes, minutes later. 45 minutes, no yeah. games, right? No games. But sometimes you guys make us do all of these burpees. <laughs> like you don't ever think you're torturing us or anything like no, that. <laughs> this, this week's been a rough week. I think it was Wednesday with Metcon. Mm -hmm. Um, I did it at 9.30, and when I came in to train that night, I said to somebody, I was like, I feel like I should almost apologize to them before I start camp. Yeah. Just to say, sorry, guys, this is going to be rough, but we're going to get through it together. Especially and everybody when, always does. Everybody always does. When it comes to, like, the extra motivation that you guys get, for some reason with me, it seems like you always catch me at the end. It's like, <laughs> no, catch me when I first start. Don't catch me when I'm on, like, That's 13 out of 20. It's like, catch me when I'm fresh and ready to go with one, two, one yeah. through three, yeah. whatever the case yeah. may be. Yeah, that's not as fun. <laughs> as we get ready to close out a phenomenal episode, can you just leave us with that one piece of advice for people who are going through things in their personal lives and everything like that and how to overcome that and still find joy and still get in here and get after it? Yeah. Um, I guess my biggest piece of advice is kind of twofold. One, that it's not too late. You know, I was 40-something when I decided to switch my career path. So, you know, whether... 75 or they're 17 um, you know whether you don't feel like you're strong enough you don't feel like you're fit enough um, I'm not healthy enough you are and you belong here and we will meet you where you're at um, you don't need to feel judged or intimidated because that does not happen here um, we embrace everybody um, and just don't be afraid to take that leap don't be afraid um, you know that if you're looking for that community that support um, that happy place if you're missing that mm -hmm. um, we can give that to you we can convince you. Because what would you say is the most reason why people say that they are scared to come or they're hesitant to come? What has been like the... A lot, of, a lot of what I hear is I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. You know, they hear boot camp and they think, good Lord, yeah. you know. Um, but, you know, I just remind them, I said, we all have a day one. We all started on that day one. You just come in and you make baby steps, make those small goals. You know, we don't, we don't want you looking at that end goal in five years, what you're going to look like. Let's look at tomorrow. Of course. Let's get through this camp and let's have you show up tomorrow. And then when you show up tomorrow, let's show up the next day. Um, so just coming in and making yourself a priority and pouring into your own cup because if your cup is empty, you can't pour into others. And just think you have awesome trainers like this that are going to motivate you and get through <laughs> it as well too. Is there anyone that you would like to shout out to before we go ahead and wrap this up? Oh, goodness. Gosh, that's pressure. <laughs> Obviously, my family, thank you for sticking by me. They they deal with me going to bed at 7 o'clock at night. I've got older kids, so they go to bed after I do. So it's like, <laughs> peace out, kids. Yeah. Good night. Um, and then, you know, all my members here, I, I wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for them. And they've supported me through the hardest parts of my life. So definitely love them. And my team. My team is amazing. Team is amazing. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Jess Winnie. I'm your host with the most, Devon Booker. That's been another episode of Line for Line Podcast. You calling, are you listening? Tune in every week.
Lifeline Oh yeah, I'm going Lifeline 